Hey guys, welcome to the Joey Utah Perspective. My name is Joey Utah, and for those of you who don't know anything about me, I am a life and communication coach. I'm also an internet entrepreneur, and I'm a military veteran and activist who is doing his best to reduce the daily veteran suicide rate from 20 a day to zero a day. So a little bit about me, I separated from the Air Force back in 2014. I went through some pretty dark times. I even contemplated suicide. And then in 2017, I really started to learn about how to self-express and that life is really all about helping others and giving back and also growing as an individual and learning new things and, and stepping out of my comfort zone from time to time. And I try to inspire that onto others. So I love learning new things and I plan on using this podcast to interview different guests with inspirational stories who may be able to lend some insight to myself and hopefully to some of you guys as well. So without delaying, my first guest is Staff Sergeant Adrian Castillo. Castillo is an old friend of mine from the Air Force. We didn't really talk for a few years and then we recently reconnected on social media and had a couple of really awesome talks. Adrian also went through a pretty rough uh, transition into the civilian sector but he has since picked himself up. And like I said, he's got a lot of great insights. So I just want to pre-warn you guys that this stuff isn't just for military veterans. It's for civilians. It's for young millennials. Anybody who is looking for some kind of healthy change in their life, this episode is going to give you guys a lot of great information. I won't delay any further. I hope you guys enjoy. But anyways, let's get into today's episode. This is episode one. And it's with a very dear friend of mine. He's actually one of the main reasons I restarted this podcast. Uh, I was stationed with him for a couple of years in Barksdale during my time in the military. We were both security forces together. Uh, for those of you who don't know what that is, we were military police, more or less. Um, I was a straight leg, so I, I, didn't, I didn't really explore the career field too in depth. Um, but my good friend, Adrian, he, uh, he laterally trained a lot. And I'm going to pass it over to him and let him introduce himself and, and tell you guys a little bit about his story. What's going on, brother? Hey, buddy. Good so here you. we are, episode one. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'll just, I guess I'll just- You get nervous? People, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, I guess I'll just tell people a little bit about myself. Uh, you kind of covered some of it. But yeah, I was security forces. Uh, did about eight and a half years. Um, six and a half of those years were at Barksdale, aka Barkatraz. Uh, seemed like I could never get out of that place. And that's what pushed me kind of to, uh, to retrain laterally into, into canine. Um, so I came to a, a crossroads in my career where it was either, you know, get out or retrain uh, and uh, asking around a couple people. It was either combat arms or canine. I remember going to uh, Major Breed. I don't know if you knew Major Breed. That was Hell a yeah. commander back then. Hell yeah. to Major at the time. I was, at the time, I was working as a, a security manager, PRP monitor, and I go into his office and I said, hey, hey, Major Breed, I'm thinking about retraining. You think I should do combat arms or canine? And uh, he said, well, if you pick combat arms, just get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, canine it is. Um, retrain, retrained into canine in about 2013, you know, went down to Lackland, did that whole gig and, um, and never looked back since. I've been holding the leash ever since. So uh, I guess I kind of found a niche. I love the job. You know, I love, I love working with, with dogs and uh, I love seeing the, the, uh, the end product, you know, after good training and, and stuff like that yeah so what was it that ultimately made you make that decision because i never really asked you before as far as going canine yeah was it major breeds inspirational i mean yeah, it, was a, it, was a, it was a little bit of both i just felt honestly honestly there were a lot of factors um you know 
there was a part of me that that wanted to do it in hopes that maybe I would get to go down range and and kind of and kind of help out uh you know against you know combating you know IEDs and stuff like that I mean at the time you know uh you know IEDs were just destroying you know uh, uh yeah. people and and they they still are to this day and our biggest defense against them is is um explosive detection dogs so part of me you know wanted to hopefully get down range and, and kind of help and do my part. And I kind of saw that as an avenue to do that. And then um, another part of me, just, I was just ready for something different, you know, and I, I love to shoot guns. Don't get me wrong, but I just couldn't see myself on the range teaching base populace how to fire a weapon. Uh, not after some of the horror stories I've heard. I, I'd rather take my chances of getting bit by a dog, <laughs> which has happened many times. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's basically what it was. Um, and when I went into it, you know, I wasn't a, uh, a dog lover, so to speak. You know, I was I grew up with dogs and and grew up around dogs, uh, but wasn't really a dog lover. And after three months of training at Lackland San Antonio, I just I gained a huge respect for these animals. I mean, some of the stuff they 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 uh, they can do is just mind blowing, and and they're so intelligent. Um, definitely great partners to have. Yeah, we're gonna have to do a whole episode because. You know, I never really, I always had friends who were in canine and who cross-trained and I hung out at the kennels here and there, but I never really, you know, that's one thing I always regretted about my four years in is I never looked into canine because I'm a huge animal lover on top of it. And I love learning new things, but I think it's mostly because I knew I was going into the Air Force for four years and getting out. So mm -hmm. I, I think I was kind of afraid of letting myself look into it because I, I probably would have gotten trapped because I probably would have loved it. Because most guys I know that are canine who are dog lovers they love it just you know the yeah whole. i mean i extended i extended to go canine you know it was either yeah. get out or go canine and, and extend you know and then you know so i extended to go canine because I, I wanted to get that under my belt i wanted to experience that so yeah you could have very easily gotten trapped into another four <laughs> years six years it happens hell yeah i knew i wanted to get out though uh my last year in was was a little rough I started, and this is something we've talked about before, but I started seeing the, the, the ugly side, you know, the side of the military I didn't really want to see. And, and it's like that in all work environments. You see where people start, you know, it gets a little political. People start doing favors for others, and then other people get oh, yeah. hurt. People stamp it on each other to, to advance their own careers. I'm sure it, ha it does. Yeah. It happens everywhere. But it, it never oh, yeah. had happened to me until my last year in, and... I won't go into all the details, but that was like, when I went out, I kind of went out with, with a negative mindset and, yep. and it kind of led into, you know, my eventual depression. You know, I went through, yep. you know, about three years of, of really hard times, but it was, you know, I'm grateful for it all because all that stuff, you know, happens for a reason and it does lead you to what you want to do. And yeah, if nothing else, you know, you can either settle for something that, kind of makes you happy or you can really you know get clear with your mind and, and think what, what would make me really happy what do I really genuinely love to do so you know what happens to you happens for you yeah man that's a good one our Aubrey Marcus just said that the other day he's he's a he's a guy I get plenty of enlightened enlightenment from on a daily basis I wish he I wish he released a podcast every day because I'd listen to him every day but he only releases like maybe one or two a week um, but yeah, man, I hear you. Uh, 
as far as as far as my departure from the Air Force, I got out in 2016, um, and I just kind of I kind of felt like, you know, I was I was at a kennels, I was at a kennels that, uh, you know, kind of declined as far as you know we kept getting handlers in and we weren't getting enough dogs, um, and I eventually got pushed back to flight. So here I am, you know, three years into my canine career and I'm already back at flight and back on flight. And I'm like, you know what, this isn't, this isn't why I went canine. You know, I didn't go canine to ride around on patrol, you know, again, I've already done that. Um, and so that was a factor in it. Uh, but also I just felt like I was, you know, those 14 hour shifts, you know, being at the armory at 4:45 in the morning, ready to go by 5 AM. And then you're not getting home until, you know, six o'clock, maybe six 30. Then I was then I was grabbing the wife and kids and heading to the gym and putting in an hour or two at the gym. I was going home and laying down at about ten thirty and then getting <laughs> getting right back up and doing it again. So I was like I was almost a zombie, so to speak. I was just stuck in this in this zombie mode and I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy, man. I just wasn't happy. And uh, my wife at the time loved the area that we were in. We we're in California at Edwards Air Force Base. Um, the actual base is in the middle of a dried up leg bed, but the surrounding area is Southern California. So every other weekend, it was a different beach, you know, different thing to do. So they loved it. You know, the kids and and, and my, my ex-wife loved it. Uh, but man, when you're going, you know how it feels when you're going to work every day and you just, your head's down and you just, you're just stuck in the mud. Yeah. So I was ready for a change. I was ready for a change. I knew I had, I knew I, I had enough confidence in myself to know that I was going to be okay. And, and yeah, it was, it was scary. Um, but I just took that leap and just said, you know what, I'm not going to reenlist. I'm just going to, I'm just going to let whatever happens happen. Uh, and then, you know, I ended up coming back home in 2016 and going through my own, uh, depression and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think, you know, in talking to most of the vets that I talk to, what it comes down to is when you, when you get out, there's almost like this lack of, self-fulfillment it sounds like you might have had like you know you came out you especially in doing what we were doing because in security forces being being an mp like you know there's a part of you where you feel like you're protecting others you know as much as we don't really talk about it and you know we're all kind of tough cops you know when we're around each other i got a huge sense of fulfillment knowing that i was standing guard or standing post even if it was for 14 hours and it sucked there was a certain bit of pride and fulfillment that came knowing I'm standing there serving my country. Yeah. You know, you felt important. I felt important. I felt like I was part of a team. And then when I came out, it was just like, everything was different. Not that it was much worse. It was just a totally different environment. And I think that's what leads to, you know, the 20 veterans a day that, that commit suicide um, is yeah. because they come out, they hit, you know, rock bottom, just flips them on their ass and they just don't know how to come back. And they, they turn to something yeah. to cope with and, you know, yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. The lack of feeling needed, the lack of feeling important. Um, survivor's guilt is also a big one. Um, big one. Fortunately, uh, fortunately, I don't think you or myself have had to deal with that, but that's a huge, that's a huge problem is that, you know, people that have, you know, uh, brothers in arms that, that, you know, don't come back that survivor's guilt is, is horrible. You know, you feel like, you feel like you're here and, and, and they're not, and you blame yourself, but that along with the lack of, uh, of importance and, um, you know, things to do, you know, I was, you know, I was, I was an NCO, you know, and, and to some level, you, you know, you think, 
you, well, you got to explain you, what NCO is to. I was, I was a non-commissioned officer. I was an E5, which is a staff sergeant. He's trying airport. to say he was a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really he was big a supervisor. Deal. Yeah. And yeah, you know, and that whole, that whole mindset, you know, that's something I want to touch on. That's something I wanted to talk about in this podcast is, uh, you know, everywhere in life, you have these, you have these, um, these different areas of validation. Okay. So, and it, none of it is more prevalent than in the military. Okay. They slap up, they slap something on your sleeve and they give you a label and they say, here's your validation. You are this. And if you don't have that validate, if you don't have those stripes and if you don't have that rank, you are nothing, you know, you are nothing until you get that. Yeah. Um, and so I think that what that causes a lot of people to do is just, unnecessarily hold themselves to this super high, you know, uh, not necessarily a standard, but they hold themselves above everybody, the superiority. Um, when in reality, man, we're all, you know, we're all humans. We're all wearing the same uniform. You know, you may, you may got more years in than me and you may have some more stripes on your sleeve, but we're all people working towards the same mission, you know? And I think a lot of people miss that. Um, for me, it made me, it made, this is another, this is another kind of quote from Aubrey Marcus, but I built my sandcastle really high based on that, based on things I did when I got out of the military, I had, I just kept building the sandcastle and piled it on, piled it on, piled it on. And eventually, you know, a big ass wave came and knocked it down. Uh, and I think when you, I think, you know, what me and you went through, uh, getting out and not feeling important a company to what, you know, I went through, I mean, it's just like a combination for, for disaster. And if you don't have coping skills and if you don't have the will to fight, and if you yeah. can't, and if you don't already have it made up in your mind that you're going to push through this, no matter what, yeah, it can definitely lead you down a dark hole where you, you know, want to take your life or, you know, want to hurt yourself or want somebody else to hurt you. Uh, just, just so you don't have to feel the pain anymore, you know? Yeah, I think that's something, you know, and not, and not even for veterans, but even a lot of, um, you know, I talked to, I went back to school for a few years when I was 27, 28 years old. And I talked to a lot of these 19, 20 year old kids, the the younger millennials. And I saw in them, these kids aren't necessarily being fulfilled, you know, and, and very similar in that lack of feeling needed, lack of feeling important. And, yep. you know, it's almost like, it's almost like they've they've built up like that a sandcastle that you were talking about or this this standard whatever you want to call it and it's not what they want it it's not it's not it's not doing it for them let's just mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the easiest way to say it and yeah. and they're having false expectations and because of that and you said the word validated a lot and it's when i always think validate i always think you're secure with yourself like anytime cuz i think you can self validate yourself like you know that's True. something we talk about a lot is is how I'm yep. doing mirror work and doing affirmations because sometimes there's not going to be someone nice around to give me a nice compliment or to say, Joe, good job, you know? And, and it's not, it's nothing personal. It's nothing personal. It's not because I'm not good enough, but it's just maybe they're not paying attention. They got other things going on in their life. Mm-hmm. So when you have that, especially in the military, when you're always getting that nod of approval yep. and that shot in the arm and literally when you, yep. when you, you get a new stripe, yep. 
achievement medals. I mean, they literally pin your validation on your chest. Yeah, and there's a ceremony. Here's your worth. Boom, there you go. There's a ceremony, and I'm worth this. Now, I'm not, I don't want to take anything away from like legit ass fucking medals, you know? Yeah. Combat action medals, corporal hearts, and stuff like that. You know, kudos to all those guys. But you know what type of medals I'm talking about? The Air Force, you know, the standard, you know, GWAP medal, you know, the freaking, uh, all the medals good that I have. <laughs> good conduct medal and stuff. Those like are all that. the medals. Those are the only medals I got. <laughs> and it's, it, puts, it puts it out there visually. So when you're in a room, like let's say you go to a, a promotion ceremony or you go to any kind of event, you're in a room and that's the first thing you do. Yeah. You, don't, you, don't, you don't go up and look at Joey and be like, and look him in the eye and, 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 and engage with Joey. You know, the first thing you do is you go and look at Joey's sleeve or you look at his rack. Now, maybe not all people do that. You know, you look at how many ribbons he's got on his chest, you know, and then you then you then you go and engage with Joey, you know, or maybe if you don't like how many stripes he has on his sleeve, you don't even talk to him. You go and you talk to the NCOs because you're an NCO. You know, I mean, it's just it just creates this this, you know, this uh, segregation. But I mean, it's it's, it's so it's crazy in, when you in, say it like that, too. It's crazy. It's because in regular like, life, too. Yeah, that's why I was thinking as you were saying it, I'm like, how many people do that when they just look at people, civilians look at each other and they're, we all size each other up. Oh, does he, is, are they attractive looking? Do they work out? Do they have muscles? That's kind of like our rank in the, I mean, there's different things and that forms the hierarchy. Yep. And, sure um, does. but it does validate you. Like, you know, we all get validated by, by looking our best or feeling our best or, you know, putting our best version out there. And what yeah. I like to teach others and something we talk about a lot is, is sometimes you're not going to get it. As I said before, you're not going to get it from the outside. Sometimes daddy's not always going to be there to say, good job, you know, go get your dreams. You know, and it's nothing personal, but that doesn't mean you're not good enough to go create something on your own, whether it's a podcast, whether it's, you know, you always want to be a, a public speaker, but nobody ever believed in you, or yeah. you always wanted to join the military, but they said, nope. You're not going to make it. You're too skinny to go in the military. Okay. And I say the opposite. When people do tell you that, when, like I love when people doubt me. I say this all the time, and it's, it might be sick, but when people tell me I can't do something, something in me is like, okay, I can't wait to just show them. Like, I'm going to do it in a very sneaky way. I'm not going to say I told you so, but you'll see. And, and I love you know, that about me, you know? Yeah. That's, and that's, and that's, good. that's a good quality to have. That's a good quality to have. Yeah. Um, I used to, I used to be like that a lot and I used to let that fuel me and motivate me. Um, but I think I used it in a, in a negative way because, you know, people were like, Oh, you're not going to make it when you get out. Well, I got out and I was struggling to make it, but you know, I had a plan, I had a plan B that if I didn't make it, you know, doing what I was, what I was initially trying to do, which was just have a regular civilian job and, and stay in the States. My plan B was to go contracting. So I went contracting, you know, made all this money. Um, and, and by my standards at the time I was showing them, you know, I showed them, you know, I'm over here making six figures and I bought a new house and all this stuff. And I'm letting, I'm letting that, I'm letting that motivate how I lived my life, you know? So I think to a certain extent, we need, we need to have that, you know, we need to have that as a motivator. Um, but we also have to be cautious because if you let it control your, your life and your decisions, you know, 
your sandcastle could get wiped the hell out and then you're you're left there with you know your hand like nothing yes. in your hands and it's just like you know what was i doing for the past three years like was i was i just living my life yes. to show them you know or was i actually living it for myself you know yeah and uh i found out the hard way i found out the hard way you know um, and a lot of it's funny I, I don't know who's gonna watch your podcast but if anybody watches it from you know from the old barksdale days and stuff like that um they know how I was, they know how I was. And, and it wasn't healthy. It wasn't healthy at all. Um, and yeah. I think, I think, you know, you talked about having a purpose in life or you talked about your, your purpose is to, you know, is to help people express themselves. Um, I kind of feel like I've, I'm in a position to help people grow, you know, help people kind of look inside and see if they're really, you know, who they really are, because I think a lot of people are walking around with, with masks on and, 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 and these facades and stuff like that. Just like I was, I was walking around, thought I was king of the mountain and all this other stuff, you know? And, and, uh, you know, I finally had to look deep inside and, and see what I was really doing, you know? So yeah. I hate, I don't mean to ramble on, but. No, nah, you hit it perfectly, dude. I mean, that's what we do. Um, you know, and to what you said first, about how you can get too attached. And even I've asked myself that at times, like, Joe, are you doing this just to prove mom and dad wrong or just to fit in or whatever? And that's why, um, cheap plug, but in my new ebook, which you can download on my website, um, I talk about the first step of figuring out what you want to do with your life is asking yourself why, you know? And like you just said, people walk around with a mask and I've been guilty of that too. I think we all have at one point. We all, we've all wanted to be that person who fits in, who is loved by everybody, yeah. by his peers. We've all been willing mm -hmm. to do silly things at times or stupid things, you know, to degrade ourselves maybe. Um, mm -hmm. And not even to degrade ourselves, but like you just said, how many, and how many kids do I know? Not, not even in the military, but how many civilians do I talk to? Well, the only reason they're going to school is because mom and dad told me to go get a degree. And they'll yeah. pretty much tell you that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, and I'm not here to bash the college system because that's another podcast. But, yeah. but, yeah, but if, you're not, if you're not going to college because like I want to become uh, a great journalist so I can inspire people and I can write and learn my craft and, or I want to go to college so I can become a professional dancer so I can dance until I'm inspiring people on Broadway. Or, you know what I mean? Like, and it yeah. doesn't have to yeah. be necessarily to inspire people. But as long as... Yeah. I always say, and this is, this is like my beliefs on living, is the two things everybody needs in life is one, what you just said, the, the ability to grow, you know, and, and the ability to know that they can grow. Because if, if anybody's in one spot for too long and is just sitting still and not progressing and not becoming a better version of themselves, we're all growing, you know. If, if you don't do that, you're going you're gonna to fall into depression, possibly fall into depression. And the second thing that everybody needs to do, I believe, is, is help and serve others in some way. And maybe it's not what I'm doing where I'm trying to do it on a large scale, but maybe it's, you know, it is, you're, you're, you work at the post office, but you don't just work at the post office. You're that, that super awesome clerk who works there, who smiles at everybody. Cause everybody thinks that you're going to be the asshole when they walk in that post office, but not you. You're going to, you're going to change their beliefs cause you're going to smile at them and change their whole world. And you're inspiring others. You know, it could be something like that. That, yeah, that's one thing I have to remind myself of constantly. I, I know for a fact, uh, and I'm very self-aware that I do not help or give enough. Like, I mean, I, 
I get so caught up in my day to day and things I have going on. And I, I center my, I center my life around everything I got going on and stuff. And I need, I need to give more. I need, I need to be, you know, uh, that person that, that offers help, you know, even if it's not needed or, or that, you know, goes out of my way to, to, to make something happen for somebody I care about. I really need to do that. Cause I feel like, I feel like over the last six months, it's because of people like you and, and other people that have been those people in my life that has gotten me where I am, you know, that, that, that has gotten me out of the mud. It's because those people reached out to me and those people were constantly, you know, even if I was telling them, no, I'm good, bro. I don't need anything. No, I never, you know, Hey man, just leave me alone and let me be. Um, those people that stuck by me and just said, Hey, I, I know you're in a place right now, but just to let you know, I'm still here for you and whatever you need, I got you. And, uh, so I need, I need to be that. I need to be more like that, you know, but it's, you it's will good, be, you know, cause I, yeah, you will I be. know it and I'll work yeah. on it. And, 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 and to, to get started with anything like that, make it simple. Don't make it anything too crazy. Like a simple thing I do every day is I look for someone in my phones and my contacts who I can send like a, a YouTube video or something that I just watched that like made me happy. I go, who would like this? Who would like this awesome video that Jocko Willing, he's talking about, you know, how everything happens for a reason. And anytime something bad happens, you got to say good because there's something good to come out of it. Who oh, would yeah. like, who would enjoy this video? And then I send it to sometimes 10 people at a time. It takes what, all of a minute to do that? Oh, yeah. And I feel great because I get people texting me back. Hey, Joe, thank you so much. I needed to see that. And it can yeah. be something that small. And it's like, yep. that makes me feel good. So oh, it's, like, oh, it's a win-win. I'm, I'm lighting the, up. Yeah. The most minute thing could make somebody's day. Yes, sir. The, mo the smallest thing can make somebody's day. Uh, yeah, you just have no idea. You know, some people, the things that some people uh, receive, you know, that you do for them and they, it just brightens up their day. And you're just like, wow. You know, to you it may seem like just something small. And, uh, but yeah, man, I think, I think, I think everything, I think everything you're doing right now is, is awesome. Um, you know, I was just thinking about, you know, your little, the little campaign you're doing the challenge of 22 pushups a day. Um, I think that's great. Um, it gets, it gets awareness out there to people who, who don't know. Um, I was just talking to my, my girlfriend earlier this morning and telling her about your challenge that you're doing. Um, and she was like, Oh, what's that? I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's, it's to bring awareness to the, to the 20 to 22 uh, veterans that, that commit suicide every day. I was like, he didn't know about that. No. And she's in the medical field. Really? Didn't know about it. Didn't know that statistic. And it's crazy because, you know, I, myself and you, we probably follow a lot of veteran pages. We follow a lot of, you know, pro military stuff like that. So it's, it's blasted all over my stuff you know, all of, all, all of my uh, social media outlets. So I, of course I know, but you never think. You know, you you're right, dude, you're right. You never think. Your next door neighbor probably has no idea that veterans, you know, are, are the suicidal rate is that high for veterans, you know, and you see it on TV sometimes and you may see it advertised, but you just have no idea. A lot of people do not know, you know, so I think it's really important what you're doing. Um, and the podcast too, um, because there are other people out there there are other people out there that are that are maybe uh have a little bit more experience and stuff or or than me and you yeah. but just the fact that me me and you are the regular guys you see we're 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 the guys that have been in the mud that that nobody knows about you know we're the guy we're the guys that that don't have the fame we don't have those huge outlets but we're going through the same stuff they're going through <laughs> And I think there's a lot of people out there like me and you, 
a lot of people out there that just quietly go through their troubles, just quietly go through it and with, with no resource or nothing. So I don't, I don't give a shit if 10 people like me and you make a podcast and start their own podcast and start talking about veteran suicide or just start talking about life in general. I don't, I don't want to know their name. I don't like, I don't want to, I don't want to follow them because, because I know them as, as this big, huge, respected person. I, I want to see a regular guy like Joey, Air Force vet, you know? Hell yeah. And that making, making his way. That's what I want to see. You know, <laughs> I don't, I like to listen to the big name guys, but on a, on a certain level, I can't relate to them, you know, because that's I just, true. yeah, I just can't relate to them. You know, that's, I mean, I do follow, I, I do follow a lot of people, you know, uh, I, you know, I follow Joe Rogan's podcast, you know, big time, you know, I do, you know, major yeah. now uh aubrey marcus uh but yeah you know, joe rogan you know i follow joe rogan's podcast because i just find it so informational I you know, know. I'm, I'm i love i love knowledge like i love learning about things i hated school growing up hated yes. it now now i'll read i'll read shit just to read it because i want to know it um so joe rogan's podcast you know he has a lot of good info on there i mean he's got you know doctors and, and people uh, just a broad range of guests on there yes uh, that's my Aubrey favorite thing about Joe Rogan. He led me to so many great people, you know? Oh, yeah. And, like, and I love yeah. as soon as I got out of the military. He was like, he was that comforting kind of, I'm not even ashamed to admit it. Like, I didn't have a lot of friends when I got out, but I was just starting to learn about podcasts. I would listen to Joe Rogan and Duncan Russell, Dun Duncan Trussell podcast. Uh, they talk mm -hmm. a lot about spirituality. But then, like you said, he has got some guys, Neil deGrasse Tyson will be on. Yeah, um, yeah. Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and his daughter, have, he had his daughter on there too. Sam Harris. Yeah. I'll have all different people and you're getting so much like inform different information. And I like Joe Rogan, as much as I love him, I always say like my favorite thing is he always leads me to somebody who helps yeah. me progress. Like Jordan Peterson has had a profound effect on my, on my life. Um, his book. And I think that that's, that's the coolness of social media. And that's yeah. why I'm big on, I love his take on, I love his take. He's got a no bullshit take on life. And I, I, I really like, I really like what, what he talks about. Um, then he's also making a lot of waves with that carnivore diet too. But uh, I haven't looked too into, that's a whole nother podcast. I haven't looked into that yet. So. I've looked a little into the keto diet, but, but we'll see about that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Go ahead. No, I mean, I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff out there. Uh, but going back, going back to kind of what me and you were talking about, I think it's just so important. And I think that we, how old are you? You're, you're... I'll be 31 in three days. Okay. So oh, awesome. Well, happy early birthday. Thanks. Buddy. Um, I'm 32. I'll be 30. I'll be 33 in March. Uh, so it's right around the corner, but you know, well, happy early birthday to you. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think our generation is just, I think that we are just hungry for, for, for knowledge, for something different. We want to know, you know, I think they used to call us the why generation because we always ask why. Well, I've always been told the person who asks the most questions is probably the smartest in the room. So I like questioning things. I like learning about things. And I think that, that any way that we can encourage that is, is gonna, is gonna be great. You know, any way we can encourage just to to get out there and learn something new uh, is going to be good. You know, and like you said, you listen to Joe Rogan, but he also led you to a lot of other people that helped you grow in different ways. You know, well, maybe 
maybe somebody sees this podcast and it helps them grow in a way and, and deal with their own, you know, troubles and stuff. So, yeah. And like you said, it's all relatability and it's all about if people feel like they know you and they like you and they trust you enough. And, and when you can do that with somebody, uh, there really is like no better gift because you're making somebody feel like they're a part of something, even if they're not, even though you're not in the room, you know, and, and that for me, that's the biggest thing why I'm doing what I'm doing. And then from there, what can you create? Because you see this guy, Joey doing it. Joey's a normal guy who like lives with his parents. Like yeah. he's still doing it. He's still making his yeah. own podcast. He's still running yep. two, two different businesses. You know, he's yep. dealing with his own issues and they relate. And like you said, because of that, now they're more likely to say, okay, maybe I can do it. Maybe I can start my own podcast, you know, and just be real. Cause that's really all it is, man. It's just being real. Mm-hmm. We don't, you know, I, I asked you before the podcast, I said, is there anything you don't want me to talk about? You're like, no, dude, anything you want. Like um, my life is an open book and I'm the same way because I think we've realized that if you wear that mask too long, it's very, oh, yeah. it can get very dangerous. I think you and I learned that from personal experience. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. that's you why gotta, we're like, you got to be gotta, real. You got to ditch the society norms. Yes. You know, you got to, you got to ditch what, you know, and another, another thing that I, I can't remember who said this, but I heard it on uh, Aubrey Marcus podcast, but he also talks about, you have to, it's like, you, you gotta, uh, we love our parents. Don't get me wrong. We love our parents, but sometimes you have to rebel against your parents in order to grow in order to find yourself. Cause you're an individual, you're going through life in your own way. This is your time. You have to sometimes go against them to grow. And you got to go against society to grow. You got to go against what what your friend says you shouldn't do or or judges you about or 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 stuff like that. You just got to go against the grain, man. That's where you got to go against the grain. You got to actively seek fear because on the other side of fear is growth. You have got to do that, you know. And by me telling you, yeah, my life is an open book. Did I shudder a little bit? Yeah, I did. But you know what? I don't care. I don't care because if I end up talking about something personal and end up getting it out to you on this podcast, I'm going to be a better person for it. I may learn something. You may give me some insight on something I was holding, you know, holding it. Uh, and I think so many people, man, are just so caught up in these, you know, what would they think of me? You know, what, how will this be perceived? You know, will, will people make fun of me? Like, man, you know, I, I've just learned that that's all. That's just a whole load of crap, man. And it's just, it just keeps you from living your, your freaking life. Amen, dude. Couldn't have said it any better. Uh, on that note, dude, let's, uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, this is our first podcast. You'll definitely be back, man. Cause that was some awesome advice. And again, yeah, we got a lot of stuff to go over. I'm, I'm, I'm very honored to be on your first podcast. It's, I, I really, well, I just yeah, want to really, let everybody know again that you're you're the reason why I started this is because a month ago we hopped on a chat where I was going into a chat looking to help you because I knew you were dealing with some stuff and needed to get some stuff off your chest and then at the end like I think you suggested or maybe you called me the next day you're like dude we should start it start a podcast mm-hmm. and I remember I was kind of always thinking about doing it and then but it was like I never had that like you know like just you talked about the smallest things before just something small yeah. like that I was like yeah, I can do it. This guy would listen. And, I got one guy to listen. You know what? One thing I want to say too, the reason why I sent that message or the reason why I called you and said that is because I had to, I had, it just went off in my head. I'm going to call Joey and tell him he needs to do a podcast. And I, and I fucking did it. Like you got it. You cannot shut that voice down. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've learned to do that. If I think about yesterday, I was thinking about one of my good buddies, uh, Jamie Castro. He's a he's an ex Barstow vet. Hell and yeah. He just popped, he just popped into my head, man. And I have I haven't I haven't talked to him, haven't caught up with him. So I was driving. I just told Siri, you know, call Jamie Castro. And we had it. We had a good 30 minute talk while I was in the car and caught up. Man, you just you cannot shut that voice out. I think so many people shut that voice out. Say, no, I'm not going to call him. No, I won't text him. He won't care. She won't care. They people do care. You know, people people do need that that connection. They want you to reach out to them. Amen. So on that note, make sure that you guys take at least two minutes today to reach out to somebody who you love, who you think could use a little boost of support. How's that for a uh, uh, first tip for the first podcast? Yeah, it's homework, podcast homework. Podcast playwork. I don't want play them, work. Yeah, I don't want them to associate pain with it. <laughs> All right, guys, this is right. the Joey Utah perspective. My boy, Adrian Castillo. Any closing words, sir? Negative. Negative. All right, guys, have a great day. All right, guys. So thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I told you that Adrian was awesome. If you guys would like to leave any kind of specific feedback or constructive criticism, please shoot me an email at info at joeyutah.com. You can also find me on a lot of social media sites. I'm on Instagram a lot. Uh, my handle is coach underscore Joey Utah. So if you'd like to suggest a specific topic or have me interview a specific guest, please feel free to, to leave a suggestion. I'm very open to working with new people. So with that being said, thank you for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I'll see you next time.